listening to the best damn podcast that the internet has to offer. From the Sniper of Snipers. They talk about my one-taps. The Gamer of Gamers. Hail to the King, baby. And the best damn charity streamer that the world has ever known. Get back to work, you slacker. That's right. This is the Clock Nine Show. Now, I would like to introduce the one, the only, me. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Glock 9 Show. Now, I actually didn't think about doing this episode until someone brought it to my attention. And it's actually funny that I didn't think about recording a podcast for this. But, you know, it's crazy to think that it's been 20 years since, you know, 9-11 happened. And, you know, people were asking me, like, how old I was and all this other stuff. And so, you know. It got me thinking about like where I where I was, what happened that day, and what was going on. And it's actually pretty crazy to sit back and think about this day and like how important it was and how things shaped up over the years because of this one event. So you know, I was in fifth grade when uh when this happened. You know, the main thing I remember, one of the one of the very first things I remember is you know, getting ready for school, and uh, my mom was watching. You know, usually she wake up in the morning and she would turn on the news in her bedroom, you know, for traffic or whatever. <clears throat> I remember her being absolutely like locked on the TV. Yeah, I didn't really. I honestly, I honestly thought it was like a movie. I didn't realize what was going on, but she was kind of like in shock, like what's happening, you know, kind of like what what's happening type of thing. But didn't really understand. But you know, we ended up. I ended up going to school. Uh, they brought, and actually, actually, it's kind of the crazy thing about nowadays. When we got there, like all the teachers were like in the same classroom, and they were kind of talking about it. Then we went to our own separate classrooms, and actually, our teacher had a TV brought into the class that day, and we actually basically sat there and watched like the live footage of what's you know what's because she wanted to be informed on whatever is happening, so. Here we are in fifth grade, not at the time understanding, not understanding what exactly is going on. And we're sitting here like watching this tower burn and we're, you know, hearing them talk and, we, you know, we're kind of talking amongst ourselves. But again, we don't understand the severity of, of the situation. And and then as we're sitting there, that's when the, sec- the, the second tower got hit. The second tower got hit and, you know, you know, seeing our teacher, our teacher freak out, and you know, I'll never forget like her fate, her facial expression, and then that's when like all the kids realize that like something's not right, like something's really not right, and we ended up. Uh, she kind of explained it to us that people purposely flew airplanes into the towers, and. Dude, I was in fifth grade. I didn't even know where New York was. So I didn't know it was on the other side of the country. I thought this was in like San Francisco or something. <laughs> but, you know, you know, but to sit there and, you know, see this Mona eyes in fifth grade, not realizing how important it was. But then, you know, so again, that's fifth grade. Fifth grade, I'm, I'm what? Ten years old? Nine years old? No, I had just turned ten. Okay, so I'm ten years old. Not realizing exactly what's going on, but then 
you know, as the years go on, all we ever see, like, I remember my dad and I, 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 I just told the story on dads in gaming was I remember with my dad, he worked two jobs. And I remember him coming home after one job and throwing a, yes, this is going to kind of show my age, but throwing a, you know, videotape into the VCR to record CNN so he can watch it later. Yeah, we didn't have TiVo or DVR or none of that back then. Okay, we had VCRs when I was that old. So he, I remember, we, he still has that tape somewhere. But he ended up taping the news that night. And then a couple of nights later, or about a month later or something like that, I remember on the same videotape, he has the video of them bombing part of Afghanistan and stuff like that. But, you know, over the years, you kind of learn, you know, I, I will I will say one thing I will never forget is and you hear people say be you know the America that you know we were on September twelfth you know I do remember uh, my mom was sitting out on the curb uh, with the flag and our whole street was doing it it was like a solidarity thing with you know as Americans and showing support of everyone that you know that that, that died that day. And like it's crazy thinking about when when my mom and dad kind of explained to me exactly what was happening, like we actually sat there. Like I think about this nowadays, um, we actually sat there in fifth grade watching the live footage of all this stuff or the news feed. It's probably not live, but you know, here we are in fifth grade watching planes hit a tower, watching these towers fall, not realizing that we just witnessed like thousands of people die in fifth grade you know but it was like you had it was one of those days that you were clued to the tv no matter your age i'm 10 years old and we, i was sitting there watching it all day you know you kept seeing the replay of it, the replay of it the replay of it for years and years and years i don't think it ever gets any easier especially as an adult you know nowadays like i was just watching if you guys have not had a chance yet go on netflix and look up turning point 9-11 and the war on terror or terrorism it is actually a very very good i just finished it today on september 10th i just finished it it goes from like there's footage i've never seen on the, you know i never saw before on there there's information on there they show documentation of this this and this they talk about the world trade center they talk about the pentagon 90, flight 93 and then uh they even go into details about what fought, what happened after that like but you know what bush did Things that he did wrong. It's very. It talks about what Obama did wrong. It talks about what Trump did wrong, and what they did, what they all did right as well. And then it kind of goes into detail talking to people who are over the. It, there's a lot of information on there. A lot of things I did not know. And it was very, very good, well done. It wasn't like, you know, right leaning or left leaning. It was literally just showing you the facts of what happened. So, what I was getting to before I, I gotta remember, I, you know, to mention that Netflix. A Netflix series. It's it's five, like five episodes. Go watch it. It's you know, trust me. You'll, you'll be in your feeling in your feelings. I, I promise. Because <laughs> it's it's pretty crazy. But you sit there and think about again. In fifth grade, this happened, and then within a month, we were at war. We were in Afghanistan, all this other stuff. And then when I turned eighteen, I had so many friends go into the military. I had a lot of friends go in the military. I have a lot of military friends and to sit there and you think like this happened when we were super young and then here we are in the same war and my friends are over there, you know, fighting this war that started when we were, we were in elementary school. 
like it, it kind of puts it in, like, in the perspective and then you know they go over there to do their thing they're, they're back they're out and it's still going on and whether you believe it or not after what just happened i'll get into it in a minute i'm not gonna get too far into it like it's not over you know <laughs> people think that we 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 booked it out of there and it's it's not over, honestly. But it's just crazy. It's just honestly crazy that it lasted that long. From 10 years old, and here I am, 30 years old. And, you know, it it's still technically ended. But it's, it's, you know. You know, watching, you know, watching footage over the years as I was growing up. To sit there and, and you see... You know, people, the, the way people were staring at the building in, in fear. And then to see people, you know, like in, in the documentary, they talk about how these people started jumping, right? It was like you had no other option. It was either stay there and die to, die to the smoke, stay there and burn to death, or stay there and, you know, no one really knew they were going to collapse that way. Um, I'm not going to get into any conspiracy theories here, guys. We're just, you know, Please don't comment anything like that. <laughs> but it was like, or you jump and hope for the best. And, it, you know, it was crazy to sit back and think that they were showing this on TV. Like, they were showing people jumping. They weren't showing them hitting the ground. But it was like, you were showing people jumping out of this tower because uh, they had no other choice on live television. Like, I don't think they would ever show something like that nowadays, no matter how bad it was. I, I don't know. I, you know, we're so censored nowadays. I really feel like they would not show something like that. You know, they probably wouldn't even show the plane hitting the building on TV nowadays. To be honest with you. But the whole story is really crazy and how much it shaped the future. And we talk about like that. I mean, going, who remembers going to airports before this whole thing? You just walk right in there like, who, who cares? Now you got to go and take your belt off, take your shoes off, take everything off. Go into this little machine, put your hands up. And security is, has been completely changed and I don't really disagree with it in all honesty like in, in a sense like you know but we talk about again when we were you know I, I was and talking about you know the day after and everyone's you know at the curb with their American flags and all this other stuff and standing in solidarity it it, it was amazing how we were able to come together back then right and nowadays here we are fighting about the littlest things, you know, that don't even really matter. Honestly, you see, you know what I'm saying? Like back then it didn't matter who the president was back then. It didn't matter. All we knew, all we knew was our country was being attacked. It didn't matter what your race was. It didn't matter really what your religion was. And before you guys beat me to it at the time, it didn't matter what your religion was. It didn't matter, you know, anything. All in, all you knew was we were Americans, we stood together, and all this other stuff. Now, I know someone's going to make the negative comment about, oh, yeah, until the Muslim hate thing came in. You know, people ask where that came from, and actually that documentary actually points it out pretty well. And it talks about how for, you know, weeks, we were all standing in solidarity, we all, you know, were standing together, all this other stuff, and then... When they found out two of the hijackers, you know, were basically living and hiding inside of a mosque or whatever, they're Muslim or whatever, um, 
And then they signed, if you guys ever heard of the Patriot Act, uh, you guys can go look in. I'm not, this isn't an inform, informative podcast. I'm not going to get into all this, but basically gave them, they gave them the right to basically, basically spy on you. I mean, in reality, and you know, we're seeing history repeat itself on it, you know, because of, because of, okay, because of a tragedy, you know, because of something like, you know, as dangerous as this, we were able to pass something that should have been, never been passed is against constitutional rights or whatever, but we were able to pass the Patriot Act that basically allowed them to spy on mosques and all this other stuff. The same way they're trying to do right now with January 6th. They're trying to turn this whole... The reason you keep hearing about January 6th in the Capitol building is so that way they can spy and, and they're trying to implement new laws. Look it up yourself. It's it's, it's what our government does. It, I mean, whether, you know, no matter what. it's there's always, They're always going to try and find a way to sneak something in there. But the problem was when Bush went on, you you see in the documentary when Bush goes on there and starts talking about how they're Muslim and all this other stuff, he he makes a, a point where, you know, they supposedly they did it because of their religion or whatever, you know, so we need to, we need to take every precaution possible. But he made the, the mistake of like the way he said it in his speech, it was like he was, Painting all Muslims in, you know, as bad, and that was the problem. And that's when the whole, ugh, dude, that's when the whole like anti-Muslim movement started. And yo, oh my god, it was so horrible. I mean, just like in the Bay Area where I live, we have a lot of Sikhs. Um, they're not Muslim; they're they're Sikh, and they wear turbans and stuff like that. They have nothing to do with any of that stuff. But people would see him and, you know, uh, you know, make jokes and call him terrorists and all this other stuff. I'm like, brother, they're not even Muslim, number one. And just, it, it, it got bad. I mean, I remember that as a kid. People would say stuff like that just because someone, someone had a turban on or something like that. They would automatically, you know, think, assume they're Muslim and then, you know, make jokes about them being terrorists and stuff. It, 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 was, it was sad, man. You know, especially, like I said, especially in the Bay Area. It, it was a... Uh, very common thing to hear, especially with kids in class with turbans on who were Sikh, you know. Uh, but if you guys don't know what Sikh is, it's it's a um, it's a re- uh, religion that was originated from um, uh, the Punjab region, um, I believe India. It was it was from um, yeah from uh, from India. I'm looking up right now, just make sure I'm not I'm not saying the wrong thing. It's a total total separate. Not even close, but it's a common misconception back then that people would just put them together. And it was, like I said, it was sad, man. But the only reason I bring that up is because whenever someone makes that comment about, like, let's be the America that we were on September 12th, everyone talks, you know, immediately defend, you know, fights it with, oh, yeah, like the Muslim hate. No, we were all standing together, you know, that next day. But it's crazy to think about, like I said, we, you know, to talk about what just happened... Now I'm going to get political on you guys. Uh, but if you guys follow my Instagram, I, you know, it's no secret. It, it's no secret that I'm in, I'm in, I'm embarrassed right now by what happened in Afghanistan. It's, it's honestly, um, it's, it, it's embarrassing. It's a travesty. And part of the reason why I say that is, so I started thinking about it. And so basically the, if you guys don't know what really what happened over there to summarize, and people can argue all they want. It's just a well-known fact. Uh, basically, they 
tried to advise our president to not do what he did. And he said, screw that. I'm going to eat some ice cream and do it anyways. <laughs> I mean, in all honesty, he said, I'm going to do it anyways. And instead of pulling our people out who are over there, who, and when we talk about like people ask, I've been asking, why do we have people over there anyways? We had interpreters over there. We had, you know, people working on airplanes over there, people working on helicopters over there, just people that were American, you know, American citizens who were working there and we left them behind. Like, I don't think people understand that. Like, we left them behind. Um, the way you should have left was you got all your people out. You you have a, you already had a list of everybody that was there. We had control. Uh, Bagram, Air, you know, airstrip, which was a a base, you know, for the Ameri uh, American military, who they share with the Afghanistan or Afghan military. Um, you should have been getting all your citizens out for weeks, weeks, and weeks. Then, then you pull out. I don't think, in my honest opinion, I don't really think there's too many people that I've heard on any side of the aisle that believes we should have still been there. I think everybody should, you know, agrees that it, it, it's been long enough. You know, for people that don't realize what was going on over there, like, I, yeah, I'm just going to summarize. I don't really want to get into this too much because it's like a, I mean, like a four-hour podcast. Basically, they, you know, Bush said he wanted to, you know, rid evil from the world. He basically wanted to go create a democracy in Afghanistan and teach them how to have a government like we have. They wanted to basically make a little America within Afghanistan. And in reality, Afghanistan had an untrainable army. Uh, it was very hard to train these people. It was very hard to get them to follow instructions and to fight like we do. It, again, watch the Netflix documentary. You understand what I'm talking about. But... We were there long enough, but the thing I hate that I really that really irritated me um, that he that Joe Biden said in in, in uh, one of his addresses to the media was when he said that oh the Afghan people didn't want to fight. There wasn't a single death of an American soldier in Afghanistan since February 2020. So for about a year and a half, there was not a single death. There's been over in the last since February 2020. There's been over 50,000 Afghan soldiers that died. You can't say they didn't, they didn't, they weren't fighting. When you actually look at the death toll, like you think about how many soldiers we lost in 20 years, you should see how many people they've lost. They were fighting. You know, it, 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 it's kind of like a slap in the face. And then people were talking about, oh, well, their government ran. Yeah, we, in reality, when you think about the whole, if you actually look into what happened, they gave up Bagram airspace or the air or the air base, whatever. I can't speak, man. They gave up Bagram and $85 billion worth of equipment. Basically the Afghan government realized, Hey, we're screwed now because they, they're actually more prepared than we are and actually have all of our gear. And they were understood that they were going to be, beheaded in front of everybody and they said yep we're out peace out and they left i can't really blame them for it we militarized this these people that were hiding in caves and all this other stuff and then we left our stuff behind and they took it and we militarized them uh it's very embarrassing if you guys are following what's going on uh it's it's the, the reason why it's sad and again i i mentioned how i have friends who were in the who were in the military friends who were still in the military 
I know many people that have gone and fought in Afghanistan. They they have been fired upon. They have been fired. They had to fire other people. They've they've had um, friends get killed next to them. They've killed other people, and they've had to go through this. Um, you know, it's, whether you're signing up for the military or not, it's a traumatic experience. I can only imagine what you've seen and what you've done, and. Even though anyone, if you're listening to this and you went over there and you've gone on tour over there and you've served in the military, it's not in vain. You know, you, you did not fail. Our military did not fail. Our government officials failed. Um, I have a buddy who literally uh, was scarred for a while that he lost a friend over there and then he couldn't stop seeing the faces of people that he had to kill and, you know, because, you know, they were threats. They were enemies. They were shooting at them. But still, it's you... you you have to live with you took another human's life not just one of them either um but because you know and you knew what kind of what you were fighting for and then now his his exact words were i feel like all that was for nothing you know he 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 really feels like you know i now he thinks that he did everything that he had to do for nothing that's why it's sad here we are 20 years later and it really feels like we wasted the last 20 years and there's, you know, no reason for us to be there. There's a lot that goes into it. Again, watch a documentary. It's an amazing documentary. But it's just it's just crazy how this one event 20 years ago changed the whole course of where this you know country has gone um, and the way it shifted everything. And I don't think it, I, it doesn't get any easier in all honesty, to sit there and watch the videos of, you know, people running in fear and people jumping and, you know, hearing, hearing the, like the live audio of the anchor people who are watching this and like just the pure shock. It, n- it will never get easy. It will never get easier in my mind. But there is one. So if you guys have never been to New York City, uh, me and my wife went a couple of years ago uh, before we had kids, and I was like, "I, I gotta go! I gotta go! Like, I, I gotta go see the memorial and and go look at this thing." And it is well worth the trip to go and and like you go here, and there's these uh, fountains that are in the, the, basically where the towers used to be, and you you kind of get a picture of how freaking big these buildings were and actually when you start looking around some of the surrounding buildings still have damage on them and so this was what six seven years ago so it was 13 years after it happened some of these buildings still had damage on them and were never fixed and then you start thinking like dude just imagine like how tall these things were the the, these both fell and covered the entire city ash and all this other stuff it's absolutely insane i mean when you sit there and watch these videos and just imagine just the absolute exactly you know what's called terror that was going through everybody it's absolutely insane when you're actually in person there seeing this memorial and then you're looking at all the you know they had leftover stuff and one of the coolest stories though i will say uh, i'm gonna end with this there is a there is a tree. I'm gonna look it up real fast. Uh, 
All right, got it. It is called the Survivor Tree. So when we were there, there's just like this random tree that's there, right? And it's a beautiful tree. If you look it up, it's a it's a it's a calorie pear tree. And I remember looking at my wife. I'm like, what is up with that tree? Like everyone's standing around taking pictures of a tree, and I'm like, what? What's so special about this tree? And so I while we walk over there, and, you know. The tree has very weird markings on it when you first see it. So obviously there's some kind of significance. It's right between, it's right between the two towers or where they where they used to be, right? So they start telling us about the survivor tree. Basically, they estimate that the tree was, they believe it was planted in like the 60s or 70s, right? So it was planted in between the 60s and 70s. It's withstood, you know, you know, severe severe uh cold winters like cold snaps and everything it survived hurricanes it survived all this stuff and actually when the world trade centers fell it was still it was still standing parts of it was burned parts of it uh, the limbs were ripped off and stuff like that but it made a full recovery and that's where you see some of the scars still on the tree and you know it's again it's right between right between where the two towers were and to have both these towers fall and it, it it's it took some damage but then healed itself is actually pretty insane and they have a bunch of pictures of it over the years and it's just it, there's so much there at this at this memorial i mean when we went they were still they were still um they were still building the uh the memorial like the the inside parts we were only able to go to the we were only able to go like a little bit inside of it they had a couple things on display but we were basically only there for the forever ponds that they were, i think they're called uh with all the names around it it's it, it's 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 a sight to be seen man it's it actually being there and thinking to yourself like imagine being there when it actually happened and how scary it would have been how insane that's something that you you know like i said it's it's an image i'll never forget seeing on tv but imagine the the, the hundreds of thousands of people that actually sat there and watched this happen i mean i have family in massachusetts who, who were able um the smoke from the towers actually made it to where it was filling up their their skies um for, for like a day or two like they were able to see smoke that was going that far it's it's incredible it's insane it's it's an event that my kids my grandkids you know my grandkids my grandkids grandkids it's it's something that's never going to be forgotten it should never be forgotten you know it's it's one of the saddest days in american history and again but my, my biggest thing even in fifth grade the solidarity that came the day after. I wish we can get back to that nowadays with how much division there is. And yeah, uh, it's, it's, it's absolutely insane. It's, it's still chilling though. Again, go, go watch turning point nine 11 and the war on terrorism. It is so informative. So well done. Make sure you guys go check it out. I mean, I still get goosebumps watching, watching all the videos and stuff. And again, there's, there's footage on there. I've never seen before. There's uh, the calls from the the cock they're the pilots and uh, the hijackers to the control towers and stuff like that. It's 
absolutely insane. But guys, take this day, reflect on on that day. It's been freaking twenty years, and all the things that have changed is absolutely insane. You know, thank you guys for reaching out to me, asking me to you know do an episode on September 11th and kind of where I was and you know kind of what I remember from it. But it's just like I said, it's crazy being that it happened when I was in fifth grade. I had friends that actually went and had to go fight in that war. And, you know, here we are nowadays. It's it's crazy. Again, I'm not again, I'm not getting into the whole the whole thing, but it's cra- it's just crazy what's happened over the last two months with, with leaving there, but it is what it is. But anyways guys have a great rest of your weekend. I almost said a week. Have a great rest of your weekend, guys. Stay safe, stay blessed, and I'll catch you on the next one. Peace.